Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back on the show. We now welcome on University of Miami skipper Gino Damari. And uh, Gino, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How you doing? Very good. Thanks for being with us. Uh, good weekend, for the most part, against North Carolina State. Uh, the first two nights, you got a good combination of hitting and pitching. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, we, we, we switched our uh, starters there, and uh, it turned out to probably be a good decision. Uh, Gage had been struggling a little bit, and um, we put him in on Saturday, and what does he do? He ends up being the ACC yeah. Pitcher of the Week. Um <laughs> And of course, Ligon has been throwing uh, good for us up up to this point, and so he deserved to be that guy. I think it was a good move um, for the team, and uh, those are big wins. Big wins, um, you know, beating a team like NC State who was undefeated, coming in ranked, playing us, our first ACC uh, series. Um, I told our guys today in practice, you know, uh, our first practice since Sunday. You know, look, the midweek games are so important. If you win a mid the midweek game and you do what you did over the weekend, you go three and you go three and one, and you beat a ranked undefeated team in the ACC two out of three. You're going to really move up. We'll probably get back up into the rankings and work your way up. But you know, that's why these midweek games are so important. Which we have one tomorrow against FIU. Which, right. And really, we've done a great job uh, over the years recently anyways in midweek games but not this year we haven't we got to do a better job so we got to be ready to play tomorrow um what do you think it is uh for gage because now he uh he's starting to turn in uh two weeks ago against uh, dartmouth he had a dominating performance is it him just understanding the starters role a little bit more i think so i mean it's just it is yeah i mean he of course, these kids, when you recruit them, they're, they're starters, you know, in their high school teams. It's different when you go to college. Last year, he was out of the pen. He was more of a setup guy. And um, Gage, we, you know, we sent him to the Cape. He had a very good summer of this Cape, uh, this, this summer in the Cape. We knew that he had to develop his third pitch, which is his changeup. And, and he has. It's gotten a lot better. Uh, but I think J.D. made an adjustment um, this past weekend still his, his best pitch is his breaking ball, in my opinion. And if you go back and look at the highlights, that's the pitch that was very, very dominating, especially in his strikeouts to righties and throwing it to lefties. You know, I think we were probably more change-up heavy with lefties, fastball change-up to lefties and fastball slider to righties. But he mixed all three in to the lefties. And the change-ups, again, is, is a good pitch, but it's – 
his breaking ball to me is the equalizer, and he threw that more to lefties. He did a very good job with that pitch, and um, yeah, I, I agree, Joe. I think it is a learning you know thing. We we tried to prepare him in the fall. He had started you know the number of games he did probably five scrimmages in the fall, and then another three or four four before we opened up in the spring. He had four scrimmages as a starter getting prepared for that, but nothing can prepare you more than the real game. So, uh, I, I mean, I have a lot of confidence in Gage, a lot of confidence in him. So I, I'm not concerned. I think he's going to be fine because he's mentally tough. And, um, you know, I think, you know, he handled himself well. He never buried himself after a couple of poor, poor starts, if you might say, I guess, in right. a few of his three starts there before uh, this past weekend. But he was still the same person. He was still focused. He was still positive. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's why we thats why we put him as our Friday guy to start the season. Uh, Blake Sears has been off to a great start for you. I guess he got hit in the head. How is he coming along? Yeah. You know, he's in the concussion protocol. Uh. Uh, he, he got hit, actually. Thank goodness he had the protector which you see a lot of hitters now mm. nowadays in professional baseball in college, maybe even in high school. But um, they got that protective, um, uh, you know, guard across their face, covering their cheek and, um, you know, their mouth, uh, which that regular helmet does not protect. And thank God he did have that because he did not turn. Uh, Blake just didn't pick up the ball, and it did ride up and in on him and it hit it square where the protector was. It hit it so hard that he's got a good mark from the, hitting the protector and the protector hitting the side, basically of his cheek. Um, wow. If he didn't have that protector, i got to think that he's probably got a broken jaw, and he's out for a long time. Yeah. So right now he's under uh, con- concussion protocol, and he will not be able to play tomorrow, but we're hoping he'll be back this weekend if he – passes all the tests that fall under that, you know, protocol. He's, yeah, he's off to a great start. One of three players with five home runs, so, uh, yeah. and becoming a, a big fan favorite. Uh, Ian Farrell got hot for you the other night, huh? That was that had to be nice to see. It is. You know, Ian is the guy that we brought in that, you know, we wanted to uh, hit in the middle of the lineup. We, we, we felt like uh, we, we'd, we'd seen him three times a year at Florida Gulf Coast. And um, he's an impressive talent. He's got a lot of power. And um, he, he struggled a little bit early on, you know, kind of feeling his way. Again, it's a, it's a new situation playing at Miami and everything, and I'm sure there's a lot of different things going through him. But, I, I, you know, recently he was, he was giving at bats, really, really good at bats, as good as anybody in our lineup. And um, it carried over in those games, like you said, where he hit the home runs. Uh, of course, Sunday, nobody nobody swung the bat well. We didn't have a good approach there at the plate against the lefty. But um, but Ian's a guy that we we brought in to, to be a guy that can hit right there in the middle of the lineup. He's actually, we hit him, we've been hitting him seventh because he struggled. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we were to move him up in the lineup if he, you know, can get himself going. So mm-hmm. we got some guys that can hit the ball at the ballpark. Home run seems to be the way of, runs for us offensively i'd like to see a score runs other ways as well if we're going to be a balanced offense 33 home runs so far okay so the week coming up it does start for you tomorrow fiu what is the what is the challenge in that one before we get to virginia tech 
Well, they're going to throw a lot of pitchers, and, and we'll do the same. These midweek games, you seem to see a lot more where the starter will throw a couple innings, and then they're going to bring in Charlie Holstaff. And so the challenge with that is making an adjustment with every pitcher they bring in because it's a new guy. You're going to see a different look every time as opposed to when you see a starter, you might, you know, after you might have three at bats against them uh, in, in the game and, and get a feel and make adjustments, whereas now you're going to have a different look every time. So that's one, you know, challenge. But, you know, we'll be doing the same with them. Um, although I'd like to get a fourth starter if we can, a consistent midweek guy that can be our starter because our success in the past we've always had a, a good midweek starter but we, we've been hampered with some injuries that has, has yeah. affected us there's no doubt on the pitching side so we've had to make some adjustments uh, but the other thing that I alluded to earlier is just we got to play good in, in midweek games and what what does that mean you got to look you got to come ready to play every every game the midweek games count just as much as the weekend games and like I said earlier if we win the midweek game last week against Jacksonville, which we played probably our worst game, it was just uh, just a horrible game. You know, I told the guys it's one of the worst. That and probably uh, my first year we lost to somebody in a midweek game that I, I told guys that just cannot happen. You, you, losing games is one thing, but losing the way we did against Jacksonville, I mean, that just it's that's not uh, it's inexcusable. So we got to be ready to play in these games. They all count. They all matter. It's a road game, which adds to your RPI and all those things at the end of the season. So, you know, our guys will be ready to play. We've talked plenty about it, and uh, we had a good practice today. So, you know, win or lose, our guys will be ready to play. And, uh, you know, ho- hopefully, um, you know, our guys play to, the, to, to where we can be successful tomorrow. And then uh, Virginia Tech comes in this weekend. They dropped two out of three at home to Boston College. They were a tournament team last year, and I guess the last couple of years, their their weapon of choice has also been the home run ball. Well, they, they've been able to hit. I don't, you know, I don't know a lot about them. I haven't looked into them yet. We're, we're ready for FIU tomorrow. But, <clears throat> but Virginia Tech has been able to swing the bat. They, they've, they've had our number the last two years. They, they've had our number. They've won two out of three the last – two years against us. Um, so uh, BC has been kind of a surprise from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, their pitching is very good, and uh, they probably were able to get a couple wins there that was shocking to the rest of the country. But from talking to pro scouts and different people around college baseball that know the game, they said BC is actually pretty good. They can pitch. And so um, it, it's a great opportunity, Joe, because these teams that we're playing – and you can go down the line, Virginia Tech and Wake Forest and FSU, and so they're all ranked. They're yeah. all ranked. They're all highly ranked. Some of them are extremely highly ranked, which gives us a great opportunity. Uh, we know we have a talented ball club. We, we, we have been hit with injuries, but no different than years past when we were championship seasons where we had some major guys go down injury-wise, and the team was still able to overcome it overcome it mentally and find a way to get it done and win national championships. So our team's got to be able to do that. We can't feel sorry for ourselves because some guys are hurt. We got to be able to figure it out. We got a lot of good players and uh, the bottom line is we, we got to play better baseball consistently, consistently play better baseball. All right. Before I let you go, um, one other question. Uh, have you had any time to watch any of this world baseball classic? 
I haven't. I haven't. I, uh, my brother, one of my brothers, uh, my oldest brother, Tony, was at the game last night with uh, Team Israel against, I guess, Puerto Rico. Okay. And he happened to ha- be sitting right behind the uh, Team Israel dugout. And so he was taking uh, photos with the phone and sending them to me with Danny Valencia and Fetterman. And, of course, told me how Fetterman did, came in for an inning yeah. and got three up, three down. And, uh, of course, I know there's some other guys there uh, that we have and and whatever ties that we have. Our, our family are big Red Sox fans. So he was filling me in with all the Red Sox people, too. I haven't, though, Joe, not probably to the point that, that you, you are uh, aware of. But uh, I, I, I know it's I, exciting. I, I know that. I know it's been very exciting listening to people come and tell me that they were at the games and just the crowds and how the people are uh, supporting their countries which I'm not surprised, you know, they, they, they care a lot about baseball, especially, especially, uh, you know, the Latin American teams, right. uh, which I know being a coach down here for so many years, that's an important part of their culture. I, I, I also ask because I'm watching the U.S. Uh, last night, they're, they're playing Canada out in, in, in Phoenix, and, you know, Mark DeRosa is a TV commentator now, manage, manager, and I mean, he, this is beyond an all-star team that he has. I don't know how you manage this team, how you get uh, keep people happy, get them at bats, and of course you got all these pitch limits. Uh, it seems like an almost impossible job. Well, it has to be. And I'm sorry I didn't mention the USA team, and I haven't seen them play. I know they got upset the first game, and then they, I guess they won yesterday. I don't even know what happened yeah. if they played today or not. But he, uh, that's tough. Joe, when you're putting a team together, how long have they played together? How long have uh, these teams played together for about a week, six couple days. weeks, whatever? Yeah, a week, what, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, that's that's just in our sport, it doesn't work that way. That's very difficult to to do, and I'm sure that's why you've seen. And I don't know all the winners over the last years that they've played this, but I'm sure there's been some teams that have won it, and you go, "Ooh, how they did? Did they win that?" Um, we already know our sport is crazy as it is, but when you're not playing a lot uh, together, it just makes it that much more difficult. And I'm sure, especially for the manager, just because he has all these names, that doesn't mean that, that it's all going to come together and gel and work out and win. It's, yeah. It doesn't work that way. All right, Gino. As always, great to have you on the show. Best of luck tomorrow and this weekend against Virginia Tech. Uh, thank you for uh, coming on. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you having me. All right, that's the uh, skipper, Gino Damari, joining us. When we come back, uh, Debbie Antonelli will be with us. We'll talk about the women's basketball tournament and still to come, Katie Meyer as well. Let me talk to you for a moment about Williamson Buick GMC. And if you want to get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle, how about a new GMC from William, Williamson Buick GMC? New GM vehicles are arriving every single day, like the GMC Yukon. Now, this Yukon got a lot of room in it. Uh, You can put the entire family in the Yukon. It allows you to ride in style and comfort, and it makes a bold statement with the entire family wherever you go. You want to cover work and play? You can do that with the new GMC Canyon or the Sierra. These two trucks, they feature bold stylings, the latest technology, 
all with the toughness to get the job done. To get your new GMC, visit Williamson's beautiful facility, easy to find, on US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto, or online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience car buying like never before from your premier GM dealership. Williamson Buick GMC, we are professional grade. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.